and welcome to season two of the Millennial Crisis podcast. I'm Demi, your host again for this season, and I am beyond excited to bring you more amazing conversations to help empower you to create a workplace and lifestyle that works for you. If you are just joining us for this season, first of all, welcome and thank you so much for listening. And if you have been along the journey through season one, welcome back and I'm so excited to have your ears yet again. The first thing I guess I want to go over for this introductory episode is what the Millennial Crisis brand has become. I have been working on the Millennial Crisis for nearly three years now and through that time it has evolved so much. But essentially what the Millennial Crisis aims to do is help millennials figure out what they want to do with their careers and help create a lifestyle that works for them. Given the digital age that we're in now, things are changing all the time and we are slammed with so much information that it can be super overwhelming for us. And I think it is so important for us to identify the things that work for us, whether it's the way we work, whether it's the careers we have, where it's where we live. And to start cancelling out some of that outside noise that really influences our decisions and more importantly affects our mental health and in turn our regular health. It's so important for us to really understand what we want and continue to grow and change in that and to know that that's okay. So that's what the Millennial Crisis community and podcast is all about. It's about creating a space for us to be able to be who we want to be and help encourage each other to continue at the things that we want and know that we're not alone and crazy in feeling this way, which is sometimes how we can feel. Let's do a quick little recap of season one of the podcast to see where we were then and where we are now. During season one, we learned that career isn't the be all and end all and the key to living a happy and fulfilling life comes from a lot of different areas. One of the things that I researched a lot was the reason why people work and had created your working why. And it was something that was super important and came from a lot of the research I did in the workplace for millennials. Another thing I learned through season one was that at the end of the day, everyone is searching for community. We're all searching for a sense of belonging. And although we are the generation with the most connections, we're actually the generation with the least community. And that's something that really surprised me after season one. From my personal journey, I let a lot of limiting beliefs go and I ended up leaving my ideal to some people office job of working four days a week and took my very first gap year at the age of 25, heading to South America solo with Nothing else but the idea of becoming a digital nomad, despite not really knowing what that was. 
(laughs) And ending up within two and a half months securing remote work that would help fund my trip and continuing my research on millennial workplace culture and having the freedom to create, to create content, to create my podcast, to do all of this amazing stuff. 2020 was my year. I was so excited to fully commit to this new lifestyle and embrace all of the unknown. We're breaking into programming to take you live to Canberra for the Prime Minister's latest update on COVID-19. I I can't tell if people are overreacting. As each day unfolds, there are more challenges to address. Starting to get a little bit concerned now, I guess. A travel ban will be placed. I've just bought a plane ticket to go home tomorrow. What the fuck? The Millennial! This is The Millennial Crisis by Demi Kotsouros, Wi-Fi not included. After all that happened and I had to buy a plane ticket suddenly home to Australia, I had a 42-hour flight home. I, I came home after six months abroad and with no plans or intentions to come home anytime soon. Came back to living at my family home with my mum and my sister. Quarantined in my room for two weeks. Really not knowing what I was to do with my life and my future. And although we're starting season two now and we have come such a long way, I can't help but feel in this moment that I'm back to square one, (laughs) that I'm back to not knowing what I want to do, where I want to go and having so much uncertainty. And it's been something that's been really difficult for me to process because I feel like I've worked so hard at gaining clarity and have gained so much clarity during my time away and all of the experiences I have had essentially because of this podcast. So I think that it's really important for me, although everyone is over all of the coronavirus talk, I think it's really important for me to talk about the loss that everyone has experienced right now. And there is no hiding from the fact that there is devastating things that are happening when it comes to coronavirus. There are people that are dying, that are people that are losing their jobs, their livelihoods, that are really clinging on for dear life at the moment. And my heart goes out to every single person that is really struggling right now. But the Millennial Crisis Podcast is a place for us to feel like it's okay to vent or to feel less alone in our small worries. Because my studies and research on millennials have shown that these small worries that we have, these small losses that we push down and down and down are the things that are really causing us serious mental health issues. And they start small, but then they snowball into bigger 
thing. Just as a little reminder, a millennial crisis, by definition, is a privilege problem that consciously or subconsciously affects our mental health and well-being. And right now, it doesn't matter what extent of loss you've experienced, whether it's a job, whether it's financial, whether it's stability or concerns or plans or a holiday that you really needed because work has been crazy. It's really important that we don't underestimate that loss and and don't downplay it because other people are going through worse. And it's so important for us to obviously be grateful and acknowledge that We have so much more to be thankful for. But what I really want to stress right now is that it's okay for you not to know what the fuck you're doing. (laughs) It's okay for you to be confused as hell. It's okay for every day to be as up and down as you feel like. And there is no comparison on how quick or slow you can adjust to things. Although I know all these things and you probably do too, it's so easy for us to get stuck in that way of thinking that we're not doing enough or we're doing too much or we're doing things wrong. And throughout this season of the podcast, I really hope that listening to other people, especially those who look successful from the outside or those who have achieved all of these incredible things and have insight into these amazing areas to see that they still do have these exact same struggles that we do and there is literally no difference. The only difference is having the confidence and the ability to openly talk about your problems and to talk about the things that you are facing. Now that we've kind of touched on corona, and I hope that everyone is staying safe and taking care of their health and mental health during this time, when it comes to this season, I don't want to harp on about coronavirus and what is happening in terms of the medical, economical side of things. Because... I think sometimes we need a break and that's not to say that it's not happening because I acknowledge it's happening and I know you guys do too. There is no way of hiding from it. What I am going to do, however, is throughout the conversations we have, touch on how people that I speak to are dealing with them. Season two is really focused on open conversations that are going to empower you to take action in areas you see as problematic in identifying systems and places in the way we live our lives that probably aren't right and ways that we think are just too hard to fix. Really create small steps and changes to be able to fix those areas and to educate ourselves on a lot of the stuff that we wish we learnt in school or in university or from our parents, friends, family And start learning it from people who are living it. But people just like you and I who had no clue about something and suddenly got fully immersed in it. 
The best part about this season is every single guest I have on is so relatable in one way or another. Although they are doing incredible things with their lives, they speak to you not in a way that is better than or anything like that. It is just a regular conversation with a friend who is giving you valuable information in a really digestible way. And you guys know that I have no problem asking the quote-unquote dumb questions because I truly believe that there are no dumb questions and the only way we move forward in learning and growing is by asking the questions that seem obvious at times. And so I honestly, I'm so excited to bring you some of these conversations because they are incredible from talking about sustainability to pivoting your career during coronavirus to finances, which is a really interesting episode, all the way to how we consume news, media, mental health, you name it. I have all of those conversations this season and they're so, so interesting and I've learned so much from them. So I'm so excited for you too to learn along with me. And the challenges are still here this season and they are better than ever. So if you got around them last season, you are going to love them this season and I'm going to be doing them each week on my Instagram stories. So if you want to do them live in real time with me, you can do them there. In saying that, given the Rona or coronavirus, a lot of our goals and plans for 2020 have been, well, thrown out the window. And we covered, and although we've covered the fact that it's okay and it's more than okay to be disappointed in the year that was, in the year that we should have had. You know that this podcast isn't all about woe is me. It's about taking control of our paths, whether it's career or our lifestyles or our goals and not falling victim to the noise out there, whether it's social media or our families or society. We are here to create our own paths and even though they may be different than the ones we had initially expected for 2020, it doesn't mean that we should give up on this year altogether because who knows how long we're going to be in this situation for. I talk a lot about life happening in seasons. It's something I heard on a podcast and it really sat with me and it's the way I view a lot of things now. And I found the best way I can look at this time is that the deck of life has been reshuffled and now I've got to adopt to the new environment that I'm in. It's not going to be easy like any change, but we know that small, tiny, actionable steps every single day can get us to achieve major things. Disruption comes as part of a digital age and the best part about being a millennial is that we grew up during one of the biggest disruptions ever, the internet. So we owe it to ourselves to adapt and embrace change 
And that's what this podcast is all about. It's about pushing boundaries, questioning things and embracing the change. So instead of living out my initial season of 2020, which was living abroad on my unofficial gap year, I'm now looking at what other goals I have for the future and how I can switch the seasons around a little. My goals for this year were less goal orientated. They were more about just living in the moment, embracing travel, trying to let go of the pressure of needing to do and achieve all of these things. Now coming back, it's strange to be surrounded by the things that I had, I guess, escaped for a period of time. I felt while I was abroad, I could talk more freely about things and I could worry less about different pathways of comparisons but being back the pressure to get a job and do all the things that you know we're expected to do in our life has been a lot more difficult and instead of getting sucked into that my aim for this year is to push against it to introduce different conversations into the circles that I do have the conversations that I would have while I was abroad and wish that I could have back home. An aim is to explore my city and not give up the hiking mountains and different curiosities that I had while I was abroad and to do that in my own town when we're not in lockdown. And when it comes to my career, although I'm not taking a break now and it doesn't make sense for me to take a break now because I Otherwise, I don't know how else I would fill my time. I'm going back to full-time work in an environment that I think and feel is right for me. I'm not. And as I go through the application process for jobs in the past, it was very apply for every job and, you know, take the one with the most money or whatever. Right now, I'm being super picky in which jobs I apply for and taking the time to write custom everything and really prove that I would be great for the job. And this isn't the most ideal time to be applying for work, especially given the climate and people losing their jobs. It doesn't mean that there isn't work out there. It doesn't mean that there is an opportunity out there because there is so much opportunity if you are looking in the right places. So what I want to do with the end of this episode is to set us a challenge that was actually kind of already set. In season one, Sarah from Hunter Markets set us a challenge to create a vision board for our 2020 to create something that had all of our goals and things that we wanted to achieve or to have in our lives and to put them onto a board, whether it was digitally or physical. And so what I want to do now with the second half of 2020 is to create a new vision board, to create new goals for ourselves, because likely the ones that we did have may not be achievable or may need some tweaking. So what I'd like you to do is write down three things that you want to do, see or achieve for this year. And I don't want them to be those goals that people congratulate us for anyway, like get a job. I want there to be a real reason. If you're writing get a job 
Write down why you want to get a job and how that is going to enhance your life. If it's just for making money so you don't have financial stress, do that. That is totally fine. But I want a reason why. I want you to consider goals like personal growth and development. Perhaps it's you're introducing two two minutes of meditation into your life every day because you can't deal with the stresses that are happening. Perhaps it's figuring out why you act a certain way. But I would really love for that to be the challenge for this episode. And I think it's a really great way to kick off this season. And then at the end of the year, we can reflect on that and really see how we're going and what we've done and just celebrate together as a millennial crisis community. I'd love for you also to share your three goals with me or take a photo of the vision board that you've created and either post it on your socials or email me or DM me it. I would love to see it and also to share mine with you and chat through what our goals are. But with saying that, that is the end of episode one of season two of the Millennial Crisis podcast. There won't be many episodes like this where it's just me chatting to you. This season is super conversational and I am chatting to a lot of amazing people. With that being said, I would love nothing more than for you to share this with a friend if you think it could help them in any way or mostly to rate the podcast and leave a review. That's what helps me get incredible guests on the podcast. So if you can do that. That would be amazing because that means I can bring you more and more incredible guests to learn some awesome stuff from. I will see you next week with a really amazing interview to kick off the conversations for season two. I cannot wait to release it. So catch up with you then. Bye. Bye.